health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Uh, welcome, ladies. Thanks for coming. Thanks for hanging out. My name is Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys. Third one's coming soon. I feel like I've been saying that for like three months now. And I run fitmomlifetothefullest.com. I've been a personal trainer, group fitness instructor for years and years. And I have pregnancy, at-home programs, postpartum programs, all that jazz on the site. I do one-on-one online coaching. I do group challenges, all that good stuff. It's really funny because I love in this position of being a personal trainer that I typically, you know, know about my clients' pregnancies as like literally sometimes the second person. It's like their spouse and then me before they even tell family or anything, which makes sense because they obviously want to be safe and don't want to be doing anything that is going to cause them or their baby harm. So I have in the last like day gotten two emails letting me know that there are little gifts from God on the way and that they're going to be starting the pregnancy program soon. And it's so fun to know and to get excited about. So anyways, know that they're always up there because obviously that's a very specific to you kind of season of life where, you know, I'm not going to do that as an eight week challenge or a 40 week challenge of pregnancy because we're all obviously at different points with that. So anyways, just thought that was funny. But today I am talking about what you need to do to be able to see progress, to grow, to reach the next level, whatever. And okay, a little more background. I This is fitness and nutrition podcast, right? However, everything I'm going to talk about always comes from a Catholic perspective, from the lens of Catholicism, from the lens of my faith. And I... Um, actually have a master's in theology. So I think that a lot of these things are always so interesting that you would think that's, you know, totally wildly opposite. Like we have a master's in theology, but you have a license in personal training and, you know, blah, 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 all these things. How does any of that go together? But I see so many parallels <laughs> between the spiritual life, the physical life, our physical and mental health, the connections between that, all these things. And these are the things I think about constantly. I'll be reading, and in the finance world, I draw a lot of comparisons too. So I'll be reading like a Dietrich von Hildebrand book and be like, wow, yeah, that's exactly why my client, you know, is having a problem pushing past this plateau or something like that. And, or I'll be like listening to a finance podcast and like, yup, that's exactly the same with losing fat. Like you can't want to save money and spend it too, or like have your cake and eat it too. And There's just so many parallels. So the big overall theme of today's podcast and this episode is that you need to learn to tell yourself no. And that is not something that our culture promotes. What our culture promotes is treat yourself and self-care and YOLO and like these kinds of things. I've talked a little bit about self-care before. Obviously, I don't think self-care in and of itself is wrong. I think that it's just gotten so many different connotations and definitions associated with it. If by self-care you mean literally taking care of yourself, eating healthy foods, moving your body, saying your prayers, getting enough sleep, yeah, 100%, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Like that's not going above and beyond. But then obviously sometimes all the other things tagged with self-care are, you know, the fun extras, which awesome if you can squeeze in a pedicure once a month or whatever else you're going to throw under the self-care category, but really it's taking care of yourself. So 
our culture has a huge push about like doing what makes you feel good and doing things that are going to make you happy right now. This was something big that I saw with the start of the pandemic where I had posted maybe a month in about how I think people should really focus on positively taking care of themselves, like making sure they're still doing workouts, making sure they're still eating nutritiously, even, you know, if they're off their schedules. Because I was still at that point in person teaching group classes, group fitness classes and things. Our gym had closed like all the other gyms. So people are, you know, at home for the first time and it can go either way. You could continue the routine that you had outside the house. You could totally let it slide. You could be turning from your soups and salads and things like that and turning towards comfort foods to try to get that oxytocin to make yourself feel better and get endorphins from the food you're eating instead of your physical, you know, uh, how you normally get endorphins, like moving and doing a cardio exercise or a great lift or whatever. And there were people who did not love what I had to say about that, who were like, Brittany, you know, it's whatever anybody needs at this time. You know, you can't put that on people like to make sure you're still working out and eating healthy. Like it's, it's just the time to survive, like whatever you need to do to get through it. And even at that time, I wish I could go back and pull up old posts. I could, but I'm not going to because I just don't care enough. <laughs> I don't want to waste my time. But people said like, this is going to be a short term. They didn't say this is going to be a short term thing. There were people that did pretty much verbatim say a short term setback is not going to derail, you know, all of your health or set you back physically because a lot of us were thinking like, okay, it's going to be two weeks. It's going to be a month, whatever. So they were having that mentality of like, if you just need to eat processed foods for two weeks to kind of drown your sorrows then that's fine. Like you're not going to be putting yourself at risk for disease and like becoming obese and then putting yourself at risk for disease associated with obesity, all these things. And guess what, guys? Like we can all obviously look back and be like, yep, turned out to be a heck of a lot longer than a month. Like some of us were, you know, at home for months and months. And if you had adopted that attitude the whole time, I mean, a lot of people did. Now we are seeing such a boom in workouts and people wanting trainers. My husband and I were not even looking to train or take on more clients than we had already had. And it was like probably six months into COVID that our phones were ringing off the hook. Like, please train me, please train me. And that's great, you know, on our ends, but not great showing that how much, you know, everybody kind of like let that fall off. And that might have been the priest. There was so much going on with that. Yes, I'm sure there was mental and physical things going on. Some people had COVID and couldn't work out for a while. I'm not trying to, you know, make any of this seem smaller than it was. But the point being, like, it's never a bad thing to be taking care of yourself, right? It's And sometimes you just need to tell yourself no. So in this food and exercise realm, like, there are so many times you are not going to feel like doing the thing that you should do for your long-term good, we are so used to instant gratification that it's like, I want to feel good right now. I'll eat a cookie. That will make you feel good for a few minutes because it is going to spark some oxytocin to you. It is going to give you that comfort you're looking for for a second. And then you're going to not feel so great after. You're going to, you know, I, a cookie is a cookie. I'm not giving it more power than it has, but say even like five cookies or whatever. You know what I mean? Enough to make you crash or make you feel guilty about it after. Uh, whereas, 
if you your long-term goal is to have more energy and to even say lose weight and then you just went ahead and ate five cookies because you're like well I'm just looking for instant gratification I just want to feel good right now you've got to be able to tell yourself no you're not going to there is a point even with I promote tracking macros so much and saying okay most things can fit if you plan to fit them in like in that example you can fit a cookie you probably can't fit five cookies but you could fit a cookie or two in there right but it takes there's still some form of discipline and some form of self-control that needs to be involved with anything. If you are following a really strict diet, or if you're checking macros, or if you're eating intuitively, anything in the food realm still takes telling yourself no sometimes. When something was really good, and you enjoyed it, and it fit your macros, but then you want to have a second serving. Nope. Tell yourself no. You're done. That didn't fit, and you enjoyed what you had, and now you're done. You know, think about it like you would talk to your kids if you are a parent. We make things sound so simple sometimes when we talk to our kids. And it's like, you know, they are people too. They have feelings too. And it's not that we shouldn't be telling them that because that is what we're telling them. But acknowledging that it's not that easy for them to do because it's not easy for us to do. I think about this all the time when I'm, you know, trying to teach my child how to share nicely and with a joyful attitude. And I'm like, okay, but I don't like sharing if it's something brand new that I just got and I just got it for two minutes, like, and it just puts it in a new perspective. And we'd say that with a kid, like, nope, you had your serving, you're done. Like, say that to yourself. Nope, you've had your serving, you're done. And so same thing with the workouts. You just need to tell yourself no. Like, I want to sleep in. I don't want to get up and work out. No, because I'm the person that's going to get up and do this workout. Or no, because I have no other time today. Like, no, you're not going to get to sleep in. You're going to do what you plan to do. Get up and start your workout. And there are so many parallels to this with the spiritual life. Because my biggest, one of my biggest bugaboos is the fact that I will hear from people who are like youth ministers or pastoral assistants or work in the church for something. And Many times I'm not saying this is everybody and I have some wonderful friends who are youth ministers and I was a religion teacher for years. Like I'm not knocking positions in the church. I am not. I am just saying that a pattern I have seen with people in like church or ministry roles is that it's very easy for them to kind of like religify. (laughs) That is not a word. But like spiritualize their uh, bad nutrition or workout habits. So they will be like, oh, I have no time to eat healthily because I'm just always serving the church, so I have to eat pizza because that's what they have at events. Or, you know, I have no time to exercise because all my time is spent in this ministry and things like that, where actually a lot of it comes down more to telling themselves no when they want to eat a second serving of the pizza or they want to hit the drive through because they're tired or whatever. It still comes down to telling themselves, no, it has nothing to do with their line of work is or their ministry is or whatever. And it's always ironic because as Catholics, as Christians, we have to tell ourselves no so much. This is like my overall point of this is you are not going to get very far in your health and fitness goals and you're not going to get very far in your spiritual and religious goals if you can't die to yourself. If you can't tell your emotions and your what you want right now to shush and to take a back seat. 
And I think about this all the time because we are selfish people. We are selfish beings that are created with our own needs and wants, and we want them filled, usually pretty immediately, right? So again, I'm totally not above this. I just do tend to think of it more because, not obviously, but by the grace of God right now, food and the workouts is not something that I usually struggle in telling myself no to. It used to be, it used to be really hard to tell myself no when I wanted to binge eat when my roommates were out or when my parents weren't home, when I went back to even like younger than that, you know, when I was a teenager living at home, I couldn't wait till people left the house so that I could eat ice cream or eat more of something that I shouldn't and things like that. So not to say that was never my struggle because it was just again, by the grace of God, it's not a current struggle I have. However, there are other things that I notice this so much in where I'm like, okay, I really wanted to do this, this, and this, but I know that my husband wants to do this today or my child is right in front of me, wants to do this, and it's a good thing that I could be doing with them. It's not, you know, a bad thing or whatever, a distraction. I just need to die to myself and tell myself no right now and serve who's in front of me, right? Or like I had a, you know, really (laughs) random opportunity to go – take you know my laptop to Starbucks and work for a couple hours and then then like my husband designated that time for me to do that made sure he was home and then a friend needs something or my sister needs a ride to go pick up her car or something what am I going to do in that situation am I going to tell myself no or am I going to be selfish and there's just so many crossovers even not even that dramatic but just in the little things like okay I should really pray the rosary right now but I don't feel like it because I would rather sleep in or I would rather read a book or I would rather x y and z no (laughs) like tell yourself to shush tell your emotions to shush your emotions have no place in this and we expect so much this kind of again another podcast is like three different thought lines wrapped into one but I have been thinking about it a lot lately and it was not planned for today so hopefully it's holy spirit led and is relevant and applicable to you but I was thinking about this so much because we do expect our children to act, to show good emotional control, but what are we showing them? And that's hard. That's hard to think about and to actually come face-to-face with and come to terms with. Are we showing them when they ask us to do something, our face is always buried in our phone. We're like, oh, in one second because we want to do what we want to do first. Yes, sometimes like I'm mid-post, I'm making a post on Instagram or Facebook and my child asked me to read a book or something. I'm like, okay, buddy, when mom's done making a post, then I will. I'm not saying any of these things, you know, I hope you know that, are like the the biggest crimes you could commit. But in the example of sharing or things like that where I maybe I don't want to be the first one to get up from the table and do the dinner dishes and serve my husband in that way because I feel like I always do the dishes or whatever – but I just need to die to myself and tell my emotions, shush, and do it. Think about how you feel, though, and how that feels to actually do. And then think about how we ask our kids that. You know, we ask that of our children in the same way. Like, I know you didn't make this mess, but can you please clean it up? Or I know you just did this yesterday, but can you do it again? You know, modeling that for them cheerfully is such another aspect of this that beyond even just helping ourselves reach our physical, spiritual, financial goals. Okay, let's talk about this financially. If you and your husband have a goal to save up X amount of money or to pay off this debt or whatever it is, 
but you can't tell yourself no when you want a new pair of shoes or you want, I just talked about on a previous podcast, these spice jars that I really wanted. And I wanted them right now. We all want things right now. I wanted my cabinet to look nice. I was nesting. I just wanted to click add to cart and buy on Amazon. And it's so darn easy to do, right? But we were looking at a list of future purchases that we needed to make. And we had a lot coming out of the home category where we both were like, yeah, that's a want, not a need. Like that's got to take a back seat. And I waited like three months for them. Okay. For like $35 spice jars. So that helped though. That a like kept our communication and our relationship in that area in a good spot. I didn't just do what I wanted to do. I didn't just act impulsively. And obviously, I have so many other examples of times that I did not do that financially, physically, or <laughs> whatever. Spiritually, there have been many times, again, I've been guilty of the opposite, where I have not felt like praying, and then I just don't pray. I'm like, oh, I'll listen to a podcast instead of pray in the car because I don't want to do that right now. And I let my emotions lead, or I let my emotions lead with my kid or whatever. But that is the common theme in all of these areas that if you want to be successful, you need to ignore your emotions. We all don't feel like doing things sometimes and we all feel like doing other things sometimes. So you might not feel like going to the gym, but again, long term, do you want to be a fit person? Do you want to be a healthy person? Yeah. So tell yourself to shut up right now. (laughs) I know that's such a vulgar crass phrase, but that's really like what it comes down to. And honestly, I just think of this so much in challenges with my one-on-one clients were like, well, I just didn't feel like this. I didn't feel like making dinner. I didn't feel like eating that dinner that I made. So tell yourself to shut up because it's one day. We're emotional, hormonal, oh my goodness, like jumbled messes of human beings, sinful, fallen nature human beings, that it's like such a blip. By tomorrow, you're going to feel something different, want something different, You could even take that, obviously, a step further and talk about that with relationships and why, you know, love is not a feeling. Love is an act of the will. And, oh, see, so many things we could talk about in this vein. But just the overarching theme, and I hope this helps you in in some area of your life, if it's not fitness and nutrition, is tell yourself no. And that, bringing it back to fitness and nutrition, I think is a piece that a lot of my clients and people in programs are missing when they are trying to track macros and they're like too much buying into the idea that they can eat whatever they want. And that's still not the case. It still needs to fit your macros. Like there's a reason you're tracking them. You're not just keeping a food diary, right? You need it within 10 grams of your carb, fat, and protein goals. So if you're not doing that because you just wanted to get a milkshake, you just wanted to eat a s'more, okay, that's fine. Like you ate a s'more, you're not a bad person, but don't complain when you're not seeing the fat loss that you want to see because you're not sticking to your goals. You are giving in to the things you want to do. Or like if you have room for a cookie or a seltzer and you're like, whatever, YOLO, I'm going to have both like seltzer and a cookie. Great. I hope you enjoy the seltzer and a cookie, but then don't complain when you're not seeing progress. Okay, sometimes we all need to tell ourselves no. We all need to tell ourselves, not right now, not the time. Shut up emotions because I have a plan for this. I have habits for this. And it's just about doing that more often than we don't. We're all going to fall. I've told you a couple times on this episode 
There are many times I have failed to tell myself no or have given in to myself and things like that because, again, we're all fallen. We're all sinful. So talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you, but let's encourage each other. Let's not just go with what the culture is saying of, yep, give in to everything that you want. Buy it now. Add to cart. Don't worry about it. Don't delay gratification for anything. And let's just rise above that a little bit, right? That's what this whole podcast is about. That's what my whole point is, is not settling for a life of mediocrity when we could be living it to the fullest. All right. I will leave you with that today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you ladies next time. 